Hello. Hello. Hey, hey. Happy TBU Thursday, y'all. How y'all doing? How you doing? We here, you know. Yep. Sipping our tea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Isn't it so funny? Season one, we were drinking alcohol before every, <laughs> every episode. And now, about, now we're drinking tea. I was just thinking about that. I was like, why would we really just be drinking tea? There like, was a purpose to our alcohol consumption in season one that I would prefer not to reference right now because I think about the fact that that really happened. It really but did. If you want to hear it, go ahead and go to season one and have at mm-hmm. it. You're going to be like, oh my God, this is <laughs> awful. This is terrible. <laughs> But, you know, <laughs> we were getting our little legs and feet into the podcasting business. Mm-hmm. Now we're three seasons in, baby. Okay, don't play. Mm-hmm. Bend over. Excuse me. What? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> are you still are you thinking about the conversation from no, last no, week no, no, still? No, no, no. Because you doing the bending. Oh. At least you know. Because <laughs> 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 you doing the bending. Yes, the conversation last week really did bring up quite a few things. Mm-hmm. Y'all loved it, though. Yes, I'm so happy that y'all did. We actually ended up getting a response after we recorded the episode. So I'm going to go ahead and say, um, save that. Wow. Say it <laughs> right now. Um, So, you know, we keep them anonymous. We don't want to put y'all out there, whatever. Um, But I'll just go ahead and read their response. And they said, I feel like my partner and I have had many wonderful sexual experiences over our years. One nice one that comes to mind is the time we fucked on the hood of my car in a light drizzle to satisfy our sex in a rain fantasy. Okay. Mm. We used our hoodies to hide our face from the hotel security camera. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Spicy. Wow. (laughs) Spicy. Wet. Apparently. A light drizzle. Hooded. Anonymous. They said, look, the rain ain't coming, but the drizzle is here. It's here. Let's get right it. Right here. Let's get it. This is what we're going to get. <laughs> mm. On the hood of the car? On the hood of the car. Like using what? hoodies wow. to hide the face okay. from the cameras. And then, they all, and then they said the worst time. Um, One time, my partner and I were having sex in our car. I like the, the car thing is Y'all Y'all take road trips. That's cute. (laughs) My partner and I were having sex in our car on the highest level of a parking garage. By the time we left, the garage was closed. No security came to see if anyone was still there, but we got out luckily because we found one employee to let us out. Mm. Can you imagine? Yeah. You up there doing the freak nasty freak. Freak, freak nasty. <laughs> Everybody and then, uh, you're like, ooh, that was so fun. Let's leave. And the gate is closed. And you're like, uh, how the hell are we going to get up out of here? <laughs> we're stuck in the car. Might as well go for a round two, three, or four. You know? Right. You know, I mean, not? you're with your person. You're with your partner. Why not? We're just, I mean, you know, I'd be like, you know what? Maybe this is mm-hmm. a blessing in disguise. Right. Let's, let's, let's go to every going. floor. Right, <laughs> floor one. On every floor. We'll get home in the Conquered morning. Floor two, conquered floor three. Right. Until we get back to the where we started oh. <laughs> at the rooftop. Oh my gosh, I That's love hilarious. that. I, I love that. the car theme. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing. Do you guys like car sex? Um, mm, I, I it's kind of hot. I like it. Mm. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a bad experience yet. So me neither. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had once, but oh yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. You know, I, I don't. I was, uh, we were, we had, we got done, but like immediately after I like slipped my shorts back on and he put his pants in, you know, we were like just 
literally just got done getting dressed and then it was like knock 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 on my window with like a flashlight and it was a policeman and he was like what are you guys doing mm. each other he's like yeah huh? you guys are just back here yeah your windows are all fogged up and you guys are just sitting in the back seat just talking huh terrifying get out of here I before I, I was terrified i know you were terrified he was like get out of here before i give you guys a ticket and i was like oh my god i cannot <laughs> bye i cannot no yeah i understand mm-hmm. saying the most terrifying experience i had was getting caught at the mall and then getting banned from the mall come on now that People that love getting something. banned from the mall at our school. That was that was, crazy. that was no joke. Horny ass T shaped school. They took my picture. They told me that <laughs> <laughs> if we see you in this mall perusing, like you'll be escorted out by. I was like, oh my god! And that was for mm-hmm. a year and some time. Like no, it was like, I think it was like six or seven months. I don't know, but it was a long. It was long. It was a prolonged amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and ever since then, I was so terrified to even step foot in the mall. Like, there were times when my mom went to the mall and I'd be like, uh-uh, mm-mm. no, I actually need to do something. I'm sorry. I can't go inside. Whole time. I'm dead. It's just knew, because you were in I, I, I knew I was banned, <laughs> but I wasn't so going to say that. Right. Right. How does that even, okay, we're going to ban you, but not speak to your parents. Who does that? Right. I, mean, I was like, thank God. <laughs> right. Thank God you did it. <laughs> Anything you need to do to me, do it, but do not call home. And I had, and I was so lucky to have someone who was actually on my side who did not call i was like thank god <laughs> oh blessed that 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 great person because ooh, if not it'd been a whole other whole other story mm-hmm. i probably wouldn't be standing here right now mm. sitting here with y'all right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'd be put away amen locked away, mm-hmm. Bell. Put away. okay rapunzel <laughs> okay right beauty and the beast mm. which one mm. both. okay uh- <laughs> <laughs> both. <laughs> all right Wow. Anyways, <laughs> let's get into the word of the day, guys. So, the word of the day today is retarget. It's a verb spelled R E T. Um, what's funny? Right. Well, we'd love to know. Would you like to it's tell the audience? Over here, we don't uh, understand. No, Would no. you like to tell the audience what's no. so funny? Lex? No. You don't want to elaborate on your laughter? No, 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 no. Keep going. Is no, retargeting a funny word? No, to just you? keep going, just so, you guys. Yeah, no, do your thing. What did you mean by that? Right. Something, Retarget something, your emotions to somewhere else. Something came up in my mind. Mm. Something that I had read. What was it? It was something that I had shared with you both. So You don't want right. to say Right. Right. No. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Mm. It's just interesting. I just find it funny. Oh, mm. do you? He I do. Did. Yep. Hey. Mm-hmm. Hey. No, Michael Jackson. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Anyways, before I was interrupted, thank you for backing me up, Frenchie. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> That's right. The word of the day is retarget. You want to laugh again? Anyways, R E T A R G. Et. Mm-hmm. It's a verb, and it means to direct something toward a different target, basically. <sighs> yes, um, I have a sentence. Nika, can you retarget that no. bullshit ass energy that you've been giving me today? Uh, no. Somewhere else, in the direction of maybe Frenchie. I don't know. Hmm. Why would you? Black want... woman tear black woman down. Okay, that's what happens. No, you see, this is here. exactly why <laughs> you are going to be the first one that gets canceled on this show. Because you say Fully. things like that. Okay. There probably, there's probably a West like cancel train happening. 
I'm right now. Hashtag. You want to tag It's me. just going to roll into I'm the station you. real quick. <laughs> um, is that is that your sentence? That's my sentence. Retarget your energy, Nika, immediately. Or? Mm. Or? I guess he's just going to make that sound. Oh. Well, so nothing. <laughs> okay, I'm go ahead. Ready for that. <laughs> well, um, my sentence will be, in marketing, you often have to retarget your audience. Damn. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Very simple. Like you. That's right. Simple <laughs> and sweet. Okay. I'm like simply lemonade. <laughs> simply wholesome. No, none of those things are what you are. Yeah. None of those things are what you embody. Yeah. Simple center. Simply apple. Simple center. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Actually. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Why do you have such animosity in the Simple room today? S-L-U-T. First, you don't bring me and Nika our honey for our tea, <laughs> but you got honey for your tea, and then you come out here and you just, you have I this. bring them honey mm, for this their energy. Okay. It's bad. <laughs> I think it's quite grand. I'm finally standing up for myself. <laughs> Is that what's happening? That's what's happening. I'm finally standing up for myself. Okay. <laughs> well, congratulations. <laughs> you won the cookie. Wow. That was a lot. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, some people can do better at retargeting their energy when they're not in a good headspace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what I meant. All right. Well, I love talking about had such constructive sentences. Good job, guys. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, is this, is this the last Black History Month highlight? Yes. Oh yes, but don't fret. <laughs> We've got <laughs> so fret. much more in store for you guys this season, mm-hmm. especially Nika. Mm-hmm. What do you want to say? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. What? Huh? Nothing. Okay. He said that in his low, seductive <laughs> voice. You know. I got worried. Anyways. All right. Today's Black History Month highlight is Patria Coffee Roasters. It's a coffee shop. They also have tea. Mm. They have five stars. Not five and a half. Not five and three quarters. They have five stars mm. on Yelp. <sighs> Just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay, so sorry, I have to get to the website. No problem. Have it up. You're you're a strong queen. I have it up right mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. You can go to www.patriacoffee.com. That's p-a-t-r-i-a coffee.com, and you can look at their menu and see what they have. They have. Your hot coffee, your ice cold coffee. They have pastries to go. They have banana walnut bread. Looks really good. Coffee cake. Banana loaf with raspberries in it. And they have things that you can take like on the go. They have their fresh brew in a bottle. Oh God, I love mm-hmm. their website. Yeah, it's so oh pretty, God, right? It's super cute. Mm-hmm. Super cute. They even have like their own coffee swag, which is like a, it's like mm-hmm. a mug and a thermos. Yes. Yeah. The thermos is the wide mouth bottle. Perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
I love this. This is so Why can't cute. you just talk about the bottle? Why do you have to talk about me? <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. Are you jealous of me? I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Nika, that, I, that I've diverted the conversation. You can please continue and tell us more about Patria Coffee. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> they are located in Compton at 108 North Alameda Street in Compton, California. Zip code is 90221. Their phone number is 323 513 Four eight six five. If you want more information, you can contact them at info at patriacoffee.com. That's info at P-A-T-R-I-A coffee.com. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 3 p.m. And Saturday and Sunday, they're open from 9 to 4. Beautiful. And I love I, me some iced coffee, too. I want to highlight that they have this oat milk coffee slushie that looks like it might be heaven that I need to go... Mm-hmm try to buy right now jesus this looks great yes come on patria love it um so i guess we can go ahead and slide into the for the birds slide yes. in all righty well i'm gonna keep it short and sweet today okay okay so for the birds first i know we all seen the news drop on twitter this weekend well whatever social media platform you were on but you know twitter that's my thing so that's where i seen it first boom you seen this tmz head uh headline well you seen the tmz article drop with the headline you know like oh kim and kanye they're getting divorced and i was like oh shit you know this is something that people have been speculating and causing you know rumors about for years years and years and years and so, you know, now it's like, oh, shit, it's really happening. And, you know, it's really happening because TMZ reported it. And whatever TMZ says, it's usually the truth. And on top of that, it came from TMZ and TMZ and the Kardashians. They are like peanut butter and jelly. And bed together. Ham and cheese. Hot dogs and and buns. Ike and Tina. You know, not Ike and Tina because they have a good relationship with each other. Well, I mean, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess sometimes. sometimes that's true, but um, yeah, you know they 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 are they go hand in hand. They are you know they feed TMZ information with what's going on with their family, you know their show and everything, and TMZ reports it. So you know, more than likely, it's coming straight directly from them. Chris, <laughs> from Chris, Chris. yes, <laughs> Chris Jenner. That is a hardworking woman. A but hardworking woman. So hardworking, and you know this is the work of Chris Jenner because. You just know it is. Okay. Not only um, are Kanye and Kim supposed to be getting a divorce, which is, you know, I'm sure it's very sad. They have four children. They've been married for, what, like seven, eight years or something like that now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to be going through a divorce after you've really created a whole ass family, I'm sure it's really, really terrible. But, you know, it's not terrible. Um, $2.1 billion. And I know you're like, wow. Is she about to get $2.1 billion in this divorce settlement? No. No, I'm not even talking about the divorce. Like, mm. We haven't even got there yet. Nope. As we all know, the Kardashian, uh, keeping up with the Kardashians coming to the end. Is this the final season that's on right now or is it about to come on? It's about to come on, I believe. Okay. So the final season of keeping up with the Kardashians is supposed to come on soon. And as we all know, they've been on. A family on TV for like what 17, 18 I mean, something fucking we years. We literally grew up with this family. And so naturally, 
they offered Kim a contract to start up a whole new show where she's going through the divorce process with Kanye and, you know, to film that whole thing as they're going through their divorce. And the offer that they gave this woman was $2.1 billion. I will get divorced (laughs) for $2.1 billion. No problem. That no is issue. Wild. If I get divorced, you're gonna give me two point one billion. You probably, I probably wasn't even gonna sniff that <laughs> in 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 our in our divorce settlement. So yeah, two point one. Yes, I'm signing up immediately. I can decide if I want to get married to him again. But let me tell you what we're doing right now. We're getting a damn divorce. divorce. <laughs> that is so much money. I mean, it really yeah. does. Even whenever I think about the construct of like economics and society and politics of money and whatnot, it's like there's so much money out there mm-hmm. that isn't accessible to the most of us. <laughs> like they're talking about, oh, there's not enough money. There's money pouring mm-hmm. out there. They just don't want to give it to us. At like all. what? To give a woman, one person, one individual, $2.1 billion mm-hmm. just for simply get, just filming, getting a divorce. Just for filming, getting a divorce. Filming the divorce. <laughs> filming a breakup of a family. Like. <laughs> Gonna get you $2.1 billion if you're Kim Kardashian. That's they, they, they didn't come to Kanye and tell him that, obviously. Sure did it. They went to her. Because nobody know, was interested in that's Kanye. Where, that's where all the, you know, like I said, we've grown up with them. We, we've always seen them on TV. We're used to being in their family business. So, of course. And then they also have a contract that? with Hulu, right? Yeah. Mm, yes, they have a contract with Hulu. Yeah. So I once, think all the seasons are supposed to go over there or something. Yeah. And then they're also going to have, they have like a new, they have a, they have a production company contract with Hulu. So they'll be producing mm-hmm. new content mm-hmm. exclusively, for, exclusively for Hulu, everybody in the family. So, yeah. You know, just a family that, is, oh. you know, it's the Kardashian <laughs> dynasty, man. Dynasty. The Kardashian Jenner dynasty. I. And it's so crazy to <laughs> see a dynasty like form in front of our eyes. Yeah. Because you hear about so many like dynasties mm-hmm. and like how many how much money has been passed right. on to families old 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 the money the Rockefellers right mm-hmm. and like all this old money and this is literal money that we saw yeah gr- like grow grow in front of our <laughs> faces <laughs> yeah tremendously it's wild it's very wild speaking of some other things that are wild but in a good way some more billions going on we talking about money starting this off I like that I love it um Fenty Cosmetics okay Fenty Cosmetics is now officially worth over $1 billion, which makes Rihanna the first black woman mm. to own a cosmetics company to um, earn this much money. That's over nice. $1 billion. That's, like, That's great. A black woman owned cosmetics business that was designed to be inclusive of all the girls From and the all beginning. our colors. And... Yeah, to see it just grow and flourish into what it has become is just great, and I'm excited for her. That's so dope. That's I like beautiful. I like to see black women win. So let's get it. I love it. I love it. You know what I don't love? What though? The storm that f- freak that freak storm that came through the south and ripped that thing on up, mm-hmm. freezing people's uh, you know, freezing people number one. Yes. 
um, freezing people, busting people's pipes open, um, you know, snow and black ice on the ground, causing over 100 plus car pileups and all that happening down south. And I've been, you know, watching it and I've been seeing the way that people's homes have been getting destroyed. Like I said, you know, um, pipes like water pipes have have burst in people's homes and it's just really, really bad. And um, I saw that the, well, they also didn't have like any power. They didn't have any water for days and days and days. Okay. And um, I seen that the like electric company were trying to like gouge the prices and like raise the um, like the bill for you know, residents and things like that in the mm-hmm. area when Capitalism. they've barely been able to use their power. And when they are able to use it, it's, you know, for short amounts of time. But because it's in such a high demand right now, they've been like really, really charging the fuck out of people. Like if you are a person that lives in the South and you had your bills on automatic pay, praise you. Okay. That's mm. a blessing. That is um, We all want to get there. We all want to get there. I'm not there yet. Okay. Right. <laughs> Everything is still on whenever I choose to let the money go. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Y'all can't just be taking that out of my account right now. Exactly. And I've been seeing that some folks they've been getting got because, you know, they they have their things set up on automatic pay and they were getting charged by their um electric company like three times the amount that it usually would be. Like you know, say you're used to your bill being like, oh, I don't know, 70 bucks or something like that. And now it's like, excuse me, how's my bill? Almost like 200 something right. dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? So that's really messed up. And I just really hope for the best for y'all. I hope that, you know, they don't try to charge y'all all crazy just because you need necessities during this, you know, really, really hard time. For y'all, like I said, this is like a storm that they haven't seen in over a decade. Mm. So it really just like caught everyone by surprise, except for Ted Cruz, because he (laughs) said, you know what? He said, you motherfuckers can freeze. (laughs) Even though, yes, I am the senator of this state. I'm going to dip out. Well, the state of Texas. Dip the fuck out. I'm you guys. Y'all don't have no power. Y'all. Y'all ain't got no water. Mm hmm. It's cold in your house. You're shivering. Not me. And I'm going to leave and I'm going to get on a plane with my family. We're going to go to, um, where did it go? Puerto Rico? Can- Can- I don't Cancun. Know. Cancun. They went to Cancun. Yeah. Excuse me. They went across the wall that he wants mm-hmm. to build. Mm-hmm. That's where they went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> went to Cancun. Went to Cancun. Went to Cancun. Was living it up. At least they thought until I'm sure he picked up his phone and seen like, his oh, mentions shit. going crazy. They saw me. They yeah. saw me. Oh crap. They see me on the plane. <laughs> yeah, no Fuck. shit. And this is this is a man who <laughs> lives in a neighborhood that had power. Yeah. Had water. Mm-hmm. Had all of that, all the necessities. Mm-hmm. Had a huge house and a huge space. Living good. Living good. No need to fret or worry. Had people to do everything for him and yet yep. you still chose mm-hmm. to still was like, you know what? Leave your I'm people. The people that, you know, you were chosen to represent, you really just dipped out on them in the middle of a crisis, and that's fucked up. And he left his dog at home, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Took God. It was Sparky. Sparky. Yes, the dog Sparky. People people caught um, caught Sparky. 
just at the front door just in the window staring I was like oh my coming back I don't know I was like oh my god okay just staring into the distance like where the fuck is my family cold as hell okay just a damn shame shame on you Ted Cruz and um you know you damn Zodiac killer and um you guys have all the permissions to go and terrorize that man now that he is back in texas Mm -hmm. you know he got bullied into coming back to texas of course and then he held a press conference about how it was a mistake you know i i was just trying to be a dad and then said i was i was going for my family um i i wanted Mm -hmm. them to be safe so i was gonna go fly out there with them for one day and then i was coming back (sighs) nigga what what? does that even mean Literally, they have text messages what? from the wife texting, talking about, hey, hey, friends, hey, social club, gals, hey, neighborhood, hey, homegirl, hey, Jen, hey, hey, Katie, we're going to Can Kim. Do you guys want to come? Literally, like, asking their friends. To come hey, with them. We're dipping. If Do y'all want to come. <laughs> You're more than welcome to win. You're, we're going to just go out and have some get away. Even get though away. everything in your neighborhood is in working order. Mm-hmm. The and fuck? Right outside, there's no power. There's no water. I even heard that they were finding homeless people frozen to death, like on yeah, like, they dividers and stuff anywhere. in the middle of the street. Ugh. And you said, fuck that. I'm going to Cancun where it's the beach and some sand and it's warm. And I'm going to turn up. And I'm going to turn up. I'm going to turn up. Terrible. You need to resign or whatever the fuck they got to do to get your ass up out of there. Ew. Gross. You need to freeze. And speaking more about just gross things, um, and I'm gonna end it off with this. Um, trigger warning. I'll say that now. I'm gonna go ahead and talk about FKA Twigs and the. Oh, how do they? How do they say it now? Interpersonal. Interpersonal relationship violence yeah okay so yes that's what i'm going to speak about right now trigger warning um so if you guys remember from like uh like a few months ago i want to say um like a story first kind of broke of fka twigs and um shia labeouf's relationship and about how you know it was it was over and the reason of it being over was because he was you know very abusive to her physically um you know and emotionally and mentally and you know it was a big story like i said um and now we are a couple months down the line you know she's more removed from the situation as she was before and she's been you know more open to talking about this so she sat well you probably got you guys have probably seen when she sat down with gail king um and spoke about the situation but i'm gonna talk about what she um spoke about in the article more so the mm-hmm. l article um so it's just really crazy when you look at um certain relationships and certain people because i think we often forget that things happen behind closed doors and that it's not always you know all sunshine and rainbows what you see you know in your face and on social media so um, with that being said, FKA Twig, she went ahead and gave her story on her relationship with Shia LaBeouf to Elle, and she basically spoke about how, um, when they first began dating, his first tactic that she didn't realize was a tactic of an abuser at the time, obviously, um, was something that people call love bombing. 
And what he would do was, um, at this time, she was still living in in London, I believe, and he was still living Mm -hmm. in L.A. And, you know, they began dating. And quickly, he started to tell her, like, oh, I I love you, and I want to be with you forever, and I just want you, and, you know, all these sorts of things. And she thought, like, oh, shit, this is moving kind of fast. It's only been, like, a couple weeks, and you already feel this way. But, okay, you know, sure. Um, maybe, you know, you're, you're just a man going through a divorce right now. So, you know, maybe you're just feeling things a lot more intensely or something. Mm-hmm. And he also would do, um, yeah, he would just do things like that. Constantly tell her that he loved her, would send her hella flowers all the time. And eventually was like, Hey, you should move in with me. She moves in with him, comes to LA to live with him. And during that time, she said, you know, she just really lost herself. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's when it got worse. The abuse got worse because now they were living together. Yeah. And um, the things that happened were um, really sick shit. It was like some sick shit. Like she said that he would make her watch um, like crime documentaries right before bed. And they will always be crime documentaries about the women being like brutally murdered and raped and butchered and things like that. And he would make her watch these things before bed, you know, to like intimidate her. Like, Oh, you see that? Hmm. That's pretty crazy, huh? Hmm. Hmm. Like just really like antagonizing and threatening her and intimidating her before they would go to bed. And, um, she would wake up in the middle of the night with, you know, his hands around her throat with, her, you know, him strangling her and accusing her of all sorts of things like, oh, I saw you. You were staring up at the ceiling and planning to leave me. And she would be like, what do you mean? I was just sleeping. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he would be, you know, waking her up in the middle of the night, accusing her of things. He would deprive her of sleep often by doing things like that. She said he would like routinely wake her up around like three in the morning just with all these crazy ass accusations wouldn't let her sleep and you know it's kind of that's like some shit you learn in like the army or mm-hmm. something like you know what i'm saying to be using tactics like that Ugh. in a relationship on a person is just like wow that's hella deep and um she also said that he would um do this thing also where she would be like on FaceTime with her friends or something like that. And one time she was laughing with a friend. They brought up like some old memory or whatever. And um she laughed. He heard her laughing and had, you know, this big ass blow up about it. She said like he yelled in her face for maybe like 30 to 40 minutes. And he just wouldn't stop just like going in on her And, you know, telling her that she was trash and like a vile woman and like the most disgusting person that he knows. And, you know, always accusing her of just like trying to leave him and sleeping with other people and all these sorts of things. It was just really, really bad. And then I'm reading this story like, wow, this is crazy. It can't get worse, can it? And it did. And I'm going to tell you how right now. So I guess trigger warning again. I'm about to talk about. Like, um, sexual violence. Okay? Okay. So, coming towards the end of the article, FKA Twigs talks about how once 
um, in the middle of their relationship or towards the end of the relationship, she started to experience um, symptoms of like an STD. And, you know, she clearly asked him about it like, hey, um, I'm not feeling too right. Like, you know, something's going on. Like what? Like, what's up? You know, like, are you are you seeing other people or whatever? And he just straight up told her to her face. Yeah, I have this STD. I know that I have it and I've had it for a while. And oh, yeah. my God. And she was like, wait, you knew that you had this STD and what? you were having sex with me unprotected and you didn't tell me. He was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she went and got blood work done, which made I was like, blood work. Got to be something serious because mm-hmm. you you just pee in a cup yeah but they said she got blood work she said that she got blood work done and that the results came back revealing that yes she did indeed have this std they didn't say what it was but that she has this std had has i don't believe they put it in past tense in the article i believe they said has she mm-hmm. has this std and that he also knowingly infected a, a previous partner uh, with the same thing and that she didn't know either. So, um, you know, I guess I guess FK Twigs contacted her and let her know like, hey, he has this shit. I got this shit. You need to go see if you have this shit. And she went to see and she has the shit, too. What the fuck? This so, man is. This man is on. A, this is this is this is some next level now. Just gross shit. He's mentally unstable. Very, very, like, very, very mentally unstable to the point where he can't take care of himself and mm. has no capacity to even take care of anyone else surrounding him. And he has like it feels almost like he has this rooted deep hatred for his life he genuinely mm-hmm. does not care about his life or or what happens in it and it and it shows in his actions and how he speaks to her mm-hmm. how he addresses her um what he accuses her of his insecurities are shining bright as day it it's disgusting yeah and he's knowingly doing this and he's getting something out of this yeah he's yeah. getting a he kick out is, of it he likes it he would make her like um sleep naked next to him in the bed no matter how cold it was how hot it was like Hmm. it didn't matter like she had to come to bed completely naked and if she didn't it would be a fucking problem like you know and you know he felt like if you are coming to bed and you have clothes on or pajamas or whatever like you are hiding your body from me you're keeping your body away from me and you're not supposed to do that because you know we're we're in a relationship and my ex-wife my ex-wife she would never do that she would never do that and he would always you know bring her up in conversations and you know as like as his playing piece like Mm -hmm. to to manipulate her into getting her to do what he wanted her to do you know it it was really sick and i was just like wow like i don't know why it seems like you would just think people in high positions would do a lot more to protect themselves mm-hmm. and other people around them and you know this just it just 
a reminder that just because you know people are in high places it doesn't mean that they are high people you know mm-hmm. good Not people at all. you know sometimes what I'm those are the lowest motherfuckers exactly and uh she also pointed out that during sundance when his m- film honey boy was coming out which is how they met i believe was on the set of honey boy because she's in the film um you know if you look at pictures from then from the sundance festival when they were like premiering the the movie like you can just see in the pictures she looked very like blank just like she wasn't even there because he was starting the abuse like pretty early on in their relationship and um damn yeah she said that she even spoke to some of his friends about her you know people in their circle like hey this is what's going on and they were like well i mean this is it's it's sunday no people don't care it's Sundance. Care. Those like, are his friends. <laughs> they oh, know, that's just shy. Yeah, they they, you know? they know what's going on with him. They understand. They know what's wrong. Yeah. But they're like, oh, it's not my place. It's not my place. But whenever it comes to a place of literal abuse that he's mm-hmm. giving and putting on, you walk away. Mm-hmm. Like, you tell somebody. If you want to tell somebody, if you feel like it's not your business, that's fine. But she don't stick around for the fun just because that's yeah. like a, that's just yeah. who he is you know he's that's just who he is but you know he's a good no. person where do you see I, I mean not to say that i don't want to sit here and say that no one has any good in him because i don't i don't know the man mm-hmm. but all of this shit is ridiculous mm-hmm. it's disgusting it's terrible it's vile i have no, i would have no interest in even being in the same space mm-hmm. as this person so if you knowingly as a friend yeah have knowledge that they are doing these things to other people, mm-hmm. how could you feel comfortable? Yeah. How could you feel comfortable being around these people? How mm-hmm. could you feel comfortable bringing people around this person? Mm-hmm. Like, right. this is... And that was also something that was said in the article. Um, I didn't even notice this, honestly, until I read the article, but apparently Shia LaBeouf has, like, a history of dating the... dating his co-stars in his films mm. and everything like that. And... So they're kind of like, hey, y'all know that he's this abusive person and that when he, you know, dates these women or whatever, that he's doing these abusive things to them. And you guys are just kind of sitting back and just placing him in film after film and, you know, just bringing more and more people around him. And you guys don't even recognize or you don't even care that you're putting people in danger. Like, you know, and... That's something that people should really think about. Mm-hmm. You know, really consider that. Because that's his playing field. That's where he you finds know? all his yeah his plays. His victims, mm-hmm. you know? That's just really sick. And I'm just glad that she, you know, ha- was able to escape the situation. Not a lot of people are able to escape these situations. Um, and although she's been able to escape it physically, she has a long way. Yeah. Like, mentally, that's always with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just... Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to even hear that for FKA. Me too. Because mm-hmm. she's already been through just so much. so much personally. And then to know now this too, it's like, damn, you know. Fuck. That's really unfortunate. And uh, yeah, my thoughts, you know, and my prayers. As, as people like to say my thoughts and prayers. But seriously, like, I just hope she has not just a smooth road to recovery from this. Because mm-hmm. that's a lot of shit to deal with. And that's how I'm going to end it off. <laughs> well, no, that was pretty heavy. It was. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's I'm fine. Sorry. No, no need to be sorry. <laughs> These are. This is important information, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, 
and people out there may even be dealing with this right now and just this yeah. conversation alone us having a dialogue about it recognizing it for mm-hmm. what it is and speaking our pieces on it may very well help someone be like you know what mm-hmm. I didn't even notice these signs in what I was going through and maybe I right. need some help and maybe I should so yeah mm-hmm. it's definitely something that's worth worth talking about definitely um on that note, are we paying anything dust this episode? Hmm? Yes, I'm paying oh. something dust. Oh, okay. I am paying dust to the fact that my boo started back working today. And I know y'all are like, ooh, that's some hating shit. But it's not <laughs> that I'm hating. It's more so the feel, like the realization and the feeling of like. You got a sense of normalcy. Damn, yeah, it's like, damn, my friend, like, I don't get to be with my friend anymore, like, oh, you know, yeah. that sucks, and, you know, like, I, it's, we've been, Corona's been here, what, 11 months Forever. now? Forever. It's been Forever. about 11 months, it's February, so yes, yeah, 11 months, so literally, I think in, like, two or three weeks, it'll officially be a year mm-hmm. that coronavirus yeah. has been here, but... To be living with someone basically like day in and day mm. out for almost a full year, not working, not like going to school, not having like these places to go and these things to do every day and just having each other and just each other and having that for, like I said, almost a full year just together every day and then now it's not going to be that way. It's like, oh, shit. I went from being with you, maybe like, shit, sometimes I'll be with you for a whole two weeks. And mm-hmm. now it's like, dang, I can only be with you for maybe like a day or two out of the week. And that's just like, oh, yeah. my God. I'm having a hard time. I was I was very, very frustrated today. I was very angry today. Like, I had a lot of emotions. Was and I, I, wasn't, yeah. I wasn't ready for it. I felt like, you know, I guess this is how parents feel. Like, when you drop your kid off to, like, preschool or kindergarten for the first time because it's like oh like we're together all day every day and now you're leaving like oh that's how yeah it's separation anxiety but then it also promotes like this sense of what what's to come you know Mm -hmm. like it really helps you dive into your mental like as as there as there is bad with it there also comes like good with it as well Mm -hmm. that you may not see yet because you're obviously like yeah like why is it happening but then (laughs) as you grow for it this to be become like a new normal mm-hmm. it's going to be very much you might discover some things within yourself or within each other that may even be brighter and better mm-hmm. so you never know you know don't don't be yeah. too down about it yeah mm-hmm. we're here oh we love Aww. you if you want to call us tell us about your problems we got you you guys are my problems <sighs> Just okay. kidding. Oh, I'm just kidding. Okay. I love you guys. You guys are not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, maybe you need to let her be alone. Maybe you need to be alone. You deserve this. Huh? Yeah, maybe that. that's what it is. You mm-hmm. see? Shit. You just keep mm. it going, huh? You sad? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boo-hoo? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Is anyone else paying anything, Destiny? Do you have something to pay, Dust? Oh, okay. Come on. Bring it to us. Are you not? Am I not what? You're not paying anything, Dust? No, I don't have anything to pay, Dust, this week. Oh, cute. I love that for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, 
what? I'm gonna pay Des to sleep paralysis because uh, fuck that bitch. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. just no. If you guys have ever battled with or dealt with sleep paralysis, it is really it's the worst terrible. fucking. It is so fucking. Oh my god, it's the most terrifying thing. I literally cried when I finally mm-hmm. got a grasp on reality after I actually woke up because I couldn't wake up for like a long time and I just I don't know it's just so bad and if you have ever had it you know that shit ain't cool it ain't, it ain't right mm. it's not fun mm. and it's the most terrifying thing ever yeah because you can't you just have to wait for it to pass it's like a charlie horse <laughs> and you're trying and the thing is the worst part is i mean like whenever you're in it once you re- you, you once you recognize you're in it yes it's oh like you wake God. up in your dream in your dream realizing you that you're stuck out of your dream and you can't at all and you're like you're like erratic you're like yeah, running you're into like, things yep. and you're like trying to Sometimes you claw mm-hmm. yourself or pinch yourself. Like you yeah. really will do the do most anything in your just dream to wake up because you feel like you can feel like your eyes want to open. It feels like uh, and, yeah. and they don't. And sometimes and you can stuck. feel yourself trying to talk or scream or something, and nothing will come out. Like you can, you can just feel it like in your dream, and you probably feel it like when you're actually like in the real world too. Your heart beats so fast. Oh my God. It. And you can't move. Like you feel immobile. Yeah. So it's like you're trying to move and you're trying to concentrate so hard to like. Oh my God. It's so uh, bad. I feel like it's, I feel like it's, I don't even know which one is worse. The weight, the being awake and it's happening or the being sleeping is happening. Cause they're both fucking terrible. Mm. And it's worse when you're awake and you see something too. Like you see some shit in mm-hmm. the dark and you're like mm-hmm. i can't move i can't do anything i you're just stuck but you see something that's probably coming towards you or something you're just like am i awake right now I don't even know no. you just gotta say stupid brain you're just so dumb making up shit <laughs> that's, that's all you do all day make up shit make up figures all you do and, all clearly, cl- clearly frenchie has the formula for sleep paralysis prevention mm-hmm. you so you stupid so stupid brain, brain. god damn it brain you always making up shit <laughs> you're so silly what you doing this well this mm-hmm. is so ugly ew i don't like this shit fuck you brain right mm-hmm. so no, but I'm grateful for you though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm grateful for you, but you did, you be making shit up. You make shit, you know. Oh, <laughs> so terrible. Um, any shining moments? Um, any shining moments? Any shining? Moments? Come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> My shining moment. Okay. Is <laughs> Nika and I had the best date. Oh yeah, we went on this a date. weekend. Mm-hmm. Was it on Sunday? It was Sunday. It was Sunday. It was Sunday. Oh, we test drove a Tesla on Sunday. How oh, cute. I forgot you were test driving your yes. Tesla. Yes. That's so Which was really weird and different, but <laughs> super fun. Mm-hmm. I need to learn how to drive it. It feels like you're driving something totally different and something totally new and out of the ordinary and it doesn't mm-hmm. work like a regular car. And anyway, by the time it was twenty minutes in, I had I had a good jump on it, but mm. it'll take some time. And then after we went to, um, we went to like the Redondo Beach, Rancho Palos Verdes area, mm-hmm. and we ate at this restaurant. What was it called? <laughs> Hold on. That's okay. Because they actually, yeah, they actually even DM'd me on Instagram and were like, we're so happy that you came here. And Betalino, right? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yes, yes. Betalino, Betalino Kitchen. 
And they had some great food for us. Baby, we ate down. Mm. We had calamari. We had um, a short rib sandwich. We had a Caesar salad. We had lamb chops. We were going, ah, oh, what's amazing? Mm-hmm. The bread. Oh, the oil. Uh, the the oil. The oil. <laughs> the oil. <laughs> it was, everything was amazing, phenomenal. Please, if you guys have time, if you live in the California area, specifically Los Angeles, check it out. It's popping. Mm. It's popping. That's my they shining have, moment. They just have really good food up that way. Okay, they do. They really Man. do. Because I got ramen over there one time. I said, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good ramen. Flavors. Yeah, I'm no. I'm dead. Mm-hmm. Mm. I recommend. Beautiful. 10 out of 10. Um, Nika? Shining? Shining. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. Frenchie? My shiny moment is that I started watching Steven's Universe. And I'm on That's a season. That's what the white boy, right? The little white boy. I don't know if he is. Well, his, his dad is white. His mama is a, his mom lives a crystal. Okay. So maybe he he's mixed. He's half he's crystal. Mixed. <laughs> he's mixed. He's mixed. He's mixed with the gem. <laughs> you know? He's like white gem. He, he has a gem on his belly button. Yeah. Okay. I love the show. It's just I've so, been wanting to get into it. It's amazing. I just have I should start it then. It's on my list. It's amazing. Yeah. People keep saying how good it is. I'm like, okay. What I'll episode are you on? Right. Well, I'm on season four. It's only, oh, it's okay. only five Fuck. seasons. Okay, so you have... How did you start? Right. Um, I started like... Let's see. I started last week. I started last week. Oh my god! What the fuck? Shit! Yeah, because I mean, well, it's we've animated, so it's probably like twenty minutes. Yeah, it's not long. Yeah, okay. Episodes are only like twenty minutes. Makes sense. It's not. It's not a crackhead ass show, so you don't get tired of watching it. It being on, and you know, this was like. This is like our my last week being able to be with my boo before he started working. Mm-hmm. So we've just been in the house just watching stuff. And Steven Universe was one of the ones we brought up. And it's just great. And it's just because I recently discovered that I do have HBO Max. <laughs> oh, come on. Ain't that a blessing right. to it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I started watching The Food That Built America. And I started oh, that nice. last night on the History Channel. Mm-hmm. And so I, you. I started the first, first episode, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I got about an hour for the first episode and realized it wasn't over yet. Oh, and was like, no, it's it's a good show. It's just I'm it's an long. hour. I'm an hour through the first episode. The first episode, and it's not over. Okay, yet. so then I this I, I pressed pause for the first time, and it said I was I had thirty thirty five more minutes to go. Oh my god. <laughs> said I That's a movie. That's a movie. This yeah. is an episode, and it's like. More episodes to it. It's not like this that one. Oh my god! <laughs> and they're all like an hour and thirty minutes long. And I said I didn't sign up for this. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand it was long. this long. That right is now. too long. But you know what? I'm getting through it. I'm getting through it. Wow! I finished wow. Your Honor, which was very whoa. Wow, 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 Everybody wow, started wow. a new show. Yeah. Thank God, I didn't start a new show. It's all right. It's all right. I feel like you did. Didn't you start? A, I feel like didn't we start a new show together or something? No, we didn't. Okay. Mm. We watched a movie. Wrong bitch. <laughs> <laughs> right, wrong bitch. No, we did watch a movie <laughs> called I Care a Lot. It was so fucking good. Uh, yeah. I, I might watch it again. Oh, me too. Because it was so good. Mm. Yeah. And I'm not one to watch movies twice, okay? Okay. No, no or at all. Twice. Barely. Yeah, I barely do. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I guess my shiny moment would be 
watching that movie because I haven't started any new shows. Who did you watch it with? Really? Uh, this guy. Ah! I don't really want to oh get God. into it. You just want to hear your name or something? Right. Hey. Fucking annoying. Hey. I watched it with Wes Gay Ass. Okay. Oh, Is that what you wanted? Oh my god! Oh my god! Slurs? It's not sir. The ass or the gay? <laughs> right, which one is it? Thank you. No, but I watched it. I watched it with Wes, and it was really good. He stayed up the entire time. You don't. But we say. were really. <laughs> I do say. I do say. I'm shocked. <laughs> right? I rarely ever stand for a movie, honey. Right. Sleep. Even though it was daytime, but still, he'd be falling asleep. asleep. <laughs> he'd be falling mm-hmm. asleep. But we were literally on the edge the entire movie, like, what the fuck? What mm-hmm. the fuck? What the... So, Frenchie, you should watch that with your boo. Everybody else, watch mm-hmm. it. Everybody else will watch it, too. With your boo, or with you. Yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me, myself, and I. I probably watched it by myself. He wasn't very interested in it. Oh. Okay. Well. well. <laughs> watch by yourself. Yep. So I watch we can have a party. You guys already saw it though. I don't give a fuck. Wow. Did you not just hear me say I watched it again? You didn't hear both of us saying that? Right. Issues? Wow. Really? Issues. Get that checked out. Wow. (laughs) How are you on a podcast you can't hear? That's wild. That's wild. That's wild. Anyway. Excuse me? Let's let's move on. Let's move on now. Mm. Okay. Gust of wind. Gust of wind. We're here. Um. How how interesting that was, huh? It's okay. I didn't mean. I want to bring up just that mine is very small. Um, mm, we know. Uh, <laughs> my segment is very small. Oh, okay. Thank you. Clarification. Clarification. <laughs> um, there's some new music out, mm-hmm. and it's by a problematic phase of fave of ours. A problematic not, fame not, or... not problematic right fame. problematic fame what she do <laughs> she's just problematic because we get so arced with her and her music we do and how she releases music all the yes. time but miss Roland, that's right kelly Rowland came out with her new ep called k okay. um and i listened have you guys listened to it yeah oh listen. wow we all listen to the shit how are we feeling it's very caribbean Right, I was gonna say okay. the same thing because that last song, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, very Caribbean. Do it had a lot of the, uh, let me see, let me I see. I like the I black, black Magic song. Good, that's the worst one for me. So really, um, yeah, it is. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like flowers. everything else is so slow. Flowers, I love a slow He's flow. A hitman, I'm a ballad bitch. Um, I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> ballad, bitch. The ballad of salad. Mm. Ever since the day I was born. <laughs> Nika, do you have any favorites in the project? Um, yeah, I did not like Black Magic. <laughs> and I knew that Frenchie would like it because it got the do 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 do, and I said she liked the that do, shit. Do, do, do. Yeah, she liked that <laughs> shit. She liked some bass in her shit. Yeah, I had a good. Um, I listened to like a minute of each song. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Black Magic was it was it was interesting, but I didn't really get into it. Maybe I'll listen to it again and see what Frenchie hears, but I won't. Uh, I will Frenchie because I will Frenchie because I would like to understand it better. I want to feel it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I liked I like flowers. Flowers is cool, and. I liked Crazy, but that was like a known song, so I didn't really like mm-hmm. listen to it again because I had already heard it. Yeah. 
but I like Speed of Love. Speed of Love was pretty cute. I like that. Sexy. I liked her. I liked when she was saying we could go 100, but then we missed something. Take your time. Don't rush it. And you know that what? Was cute. I'm so happy that you brought that up because the fact that she said it is also beautiful because she wrote the song. Oh, Kelly Rowland, okay. we know her to be yeah, an she has artist, a, yeah. but we don't know her to push her pen. Yeah. And if you look at the credits, every single song on this thing, she wrote. Okay. And all of them she wrote by herself except for Crazy. Everything else was written by her and only her. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's amazing because she has such a great voice. Yeah, and she's not we don't know her as a writer. We know her. We know her as a singer. So I was like, that's why this project is so everywhere. She was experimenting with her pen and Mm, trying to write a disco and trying to do a ballad and trying to do a Caribbean song. Like she was just she was just hitting everything she could. Yeah. She was was hitting everything she could, see what she could do, basically. So I respected that. But that's yeah, that's project. I wasn't ready for whenever I went to the credits, I said, This has Kelly Rowland, and then I said, Nobody else. And I said, This has Kelly Rowland, and nobody else. And I said, mm, that's And she beautiful. wrote Hit Me, and I said, Kelly Rowland hit by herself. Like, what? Okay. Go ahead. No, yeah. So, Miss Rowland. I respect you, it. I respect it, Kelly. I respect you pushing your pen. I'm looking forward to yes. more that you put out. I did like your, I saw your flowers video. She has a video out for flowers. Aww. She's dressed in beautiful, flowy things because she's pregnant, obviously. In the yeah. But it was cute. I enjoyed it. It was very, very um, artsy. I want mm-hmm. her to push her things more. Yeah, that's because she, she doesn't. Said, hey, y'all. Or she needs to hire um, somebody to do it because you can, girl. You can. You got the money to mm-hmm. do so. She was like, hey, y'all, my album drops in five minutes. Literally. <laughs> Buy it. Literally. Huh? <laughs> I mean, I have, I have yet to see an interview with her talking yeah. about her project or her pers- pushing her pen or anything. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe I'm just not. Maybe I'm not looking. Maybe I can should go check. I her. shouldn't have to look though. True, because the people are seeing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I saw everybody else. I mean, exactly. I shouldn't thing, have to look. But... Just like with with coffee, that was a good song. A good song. She didn't push that. No, she didn't. Song. She could have pushed it more. She could have done more with it, but alas. Kelly mm-hmm. Rowland for Just Fab. Oh, she has a Just Fab collection coming out. I want okay, more. That That's what I do know. That doesn't matter. <laughs> right. I want more. That's not, not that it doesn't matter. Excuse me. I it just matters, mean, but that's it not what we're talking about. The music. Exactly. Wow. Boom. Yeah, no. She Wrong teamed subject. up with Urban Stems for her flower song, which is a smart team up. Team up but. I sent my grandma some flowers oh, with Urban Stems. Oh, she loved it. Okay. It was great. So I, was, I'm, I haven't used them yet, but I kind of want to use them. So mm-hmm. perfect. It was great. It was great. But yes, Kelly, I am proud of you for pushing your pen. I am yes. hoping that you hop on the Zoom with a couple different outlets and just give us a little something about the project and Please. talk about it because mm-hmm. I just want to see Please. you push it. But if you don't really want to push it and you want to keep it, I mean, you know, you're going to do you. <laughs> yeah, Clearly. at you're the end of the day. Kelly. At the end of the but day. But no, here at the Black Umbrella, we love you, we respect you. And if you want to home talk to us, mm-hmm. I support it. <laughs> it's a thing. I yeah. support it. Give us a call. Yeah. Email us. Why not? The Black Metal PC at Gmail. <laughs> Let us know if you want to speak to us because we're ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and next on my list, I honestly don't even want to talk about it because, you know. Ooh, that works. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I don't even want to. I don't even want to bring it up. I don't even right. want to bring it up. For so. what? Give them a platform for what? Right. Moving on. Yeah. Moving on to Under Our Umbrella. Beautiful. Woo! Uh, we made it. So, our under our umbrella this episode is um, specifically surrounded by confronting your partner. I take it all of us at this table have one time or another been in um, situationship, situation. relationship, 
um, a... We've been in something. We've been in something <laughs> with somebody. With somebody. And carried feelings for it. Mm-hmm. And often in those things, you feel in the beginning the sweetness and the love and the purity of it. Mm. Or, you know, sometimes if you want to get a little dirty, you know, to each his own. It's your business, you know? Well, all right now. Tabitha Brown, <laughs> that's your business, what you want to do. Sometimes I might have connected on a whole other level. Point is, yeah. once the sweet stuff subsides and the clouds, you know, kind of push by and you start mm. to really see some things uh, in the person that you may not be mm-hmm. so comfortable the mask with. comes the mask off. comes off and you start to really get to know the person you find yourself in front of conflict and a dumbass <laughs> i didn't say that you didn't have to because <laughs> i do find it. yourself in a situation where you have to confront your partner about yes. something that they've done that you may not like mm-hmm. and that can be hard for some people mm-hmm and if you're upset or if you're unhappy, communicating that is different with everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how I communicate how I'm obsessed with you guys is mm-hmm. different than how I communicate how I'm upset with my parents or how I communicate mm-hmm. when I'm upset with my someone at work. Or, you know, like yeah. every, everybody communicates differently whenever it comes to expressing your feelings on you being upset or mad about something. Mm-hmm. We want to know here, have you guys experienced the situation or been in a situation where you had to confront your partner about something that you were unhappy with them about. If so, would you like to give us a little draw out of the, of, of the time? You can give us a reenactment. You can give us a general, oh. Oh, <laughs> a reenactment. you can give us a general census of how you handled it. Um, mm-hmm. was it hard for you? Uh, anything basically, but yeah, um, opening up the floor with that. Well, I guess I'll start just because I was talking a little bit about it last week. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, confronting your partner is, has never been something that I've been comfortable with or that I found easy, honestly, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just something that is just very, very hard for me to do. Try and, you know, like you try to work yourself out of things, but you're, I'm still there, basically. Like I'm still there and like the whole, it's hard for me to say something to my partner Mm -hmm. and I realized that that's because I feel like confrontation you know like stressful energy or just like tenseness in relationships and stuff like that like when you go and you finally just talk about it and you have this confrontation you know what I'm saying I always would feel like how am I supposed, like, how are we going to survive that? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like, I don't even want to go there because I really want this person. You want this to work. I really want this to work. Mm-hmm. Like, I really want this thing to just keep going because it's making me happy or, you know, I just, I like what's going on. Yeah. And I found that, yeah, me, I feel like confrontation is the end of things, mm. you know. I, I, that's such an interesting perspective because mm-hmm. I feel like confrontation is the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> and for me, it's like that's the end. But and I guess it goes back to you know me thinking or me feeling like it's difficult to confront my partner because obviously, well, not obviously, but for me, that means that when things are happening that I'm unhappy about, mm-hmm. that I really don't like, that's bothering me. I just keep it in and I just like bottle it up inside until 
one day, I don't know, you just breathe the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And it just all comes just like crashing down for me. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? Let me tell you about yourself. That's when it's the worst. You know what I'm saying? You open up, you explode. Yeah. Hold it in. Exactly. So the other person is sitting there like, well, I'm not really hearing you right now because this is coming out of nowhere like yeah. I it's all new to them it's i thought that things were okay i mm-hmm. thought that things were fine you never told me anything was wrong or you know that you were upset you never really you know said anything with your mouth to me <laughs> yeah. you said it all in your head but none mm-hmm. of it came out none, your mouth, none of it so came I out of your mouth mm-hmm. caught off guard by whatever it is that you're right. trying to throw at me right now exactly and so that was just how i would move through my relationships even like I said, currently, like that's something that I'm struggling with. I'm really trying hard to, you know, get out of that right now because, well, mainly just for me, like, you know, just finding my voice and being able to speak up more. But also because of the person that I'm dating right now, like, oh my God, this is the most outspoken person that I've ever known in my freaking life. He has no problem telling me, hey, you're fucking up. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're not doing what you should be doing. You could do this better. You could, you should do more of this or something like that. And Frenchie, I, hmm? you're fucking up. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Am I? <laughs> you cannot do better for you. Oh Am my I? goodness. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, this is just like the first time that I've ever had someone around that i'm dating to just really not have not have a problem with you know just voicing his opinions to me and letting me know when he's upset with me or whatever and it was very hard for me um like i said we had like a like i said last week we had a conversation like three o'clock in the morning on valentine's day like i woke up to go use the bathroom came back to the bed and he was like we need to talk i'm like okay (laughs) <laughs> about what like i'm halfway i'm halfway back to sleep and i was like no now <laughs> okay um, you know we had this whole conversation and he just really was just telling me certain things about myself and about how like certain things that i was doing or that you know he was doing or whatever where it was like stalling our relationship and it's like oh if you were a little bit more like this or like you took this more into consideration or something like that, then maybe we could like grow a little bit better or grow more in what we're doing or mm-hmm. whatever, because I just feel like, Oh, it's just stalling you, you know? Mm-hmm. And he just kind of encouraged me still, even in that conversation. Like I said, last week, I was like, Oh my God, you said what to you said what to me? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I need to go to the bathroom. And like I literally, <laughs> I went to the bathroom, sat on the floor like hugged onto the like the tub and I cried my eyes out for like 30 minutes straight straight came back outside and he was like are you okay I'm like yeah I'm fine because I had to have a conversation with myself in the midst of my crying to realize that this is just a person who really cares about me and cares about our relationship so he wants to see it do better it's not an attack 
you know, yeah. and that was how it's I would view. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's how I would view confrontation with your partner, like you know, an attack. It's yeah. the end, you know. This is like the final, the final thing before it's it's just all blows up. You know what I'm saying? I had to tell myself that like he he's not attacking you. He's this is accountability, girl. Like this is not an attack. This is just an accountability thing and just a conversation on feelings and how he's feeling and things like that and then like I said he just really encouraged me like you you should speak to me more about what's upsetting you and how you feel about like certain things in our relationship and about what's going on because I don't know these things but you know you walk around the house at certain times and you just have like a really really bad mood Mm -hmm. or you know bad energy and like you'll be like really really short with me or you know i, I could be mean <laughs> like you know what i'm saying <laughs> i could be mean yeah he's just like you don't have to do that you know what i'm saying like just open your mouth and speak to me and talk to me so i was just like oh shit okay literally like i just i had a whole revelation last week on that shit like confrontation is not a bad thing it's just you letting someone know your feelings on something they get to tell you their feelings on something if there's any miscommunication you can clear that shit up and then you can move on from that Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be the end like of a relationship or it doesn't have to get you know worse it doesn't make things weird yeah it doesn't make things weird you could just keep going on with your life and it's like oh shit okay i feel you cool yeah yeah confrontation for me and my oh i have so many mm. <laughs> where am i pulling inspiration from today i'm dead <laughs> Who am I pulling inspiration from today? <laughs> i've held a confrontation differently in the stages of life that i've been in mm-hmm. um in high school in my relationships i handled confrontation i was very meek mm-hmm. i didn't really I didn't really do the confrontation thing. It was whatever. If it's upsetting you, then I'll change it. It's nothing. And I was so malleable Mm -hmm. in my first relationship like that. I was like, okay, (laughs) I was willing to move and shake and jump and do everything only to literally be broken down, Mm -hmm. (laughs) broke down torn down told i wasn't shit like just Mm -hmm. completely ugh, terrible Mm -hmm. terrible 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 bullshit and um once that happened i told myself i wasn't breaking again the baby whatever i said i hold i held to that statement I think mm-hmm. I started doing the breaking. Um, oh my god! <laughs> I did because <laughs> oh the my next relationship that went from like high school into college was very much like cool love, but it was very much it was very much on my terms. Mm-hmm. It was a relationship that I knew was on my terms. That yeah. I knew I had the ball in my court. I knew mm-hmm. that you know, like I I had this aura of like I, I'm not getting broke again, baby. And mm-hmm. if you want to even come at me with the slightest. 
acting funny. I'm going to knock that ass on some like, uh, <laughs> you want to talk to me about bullshit? Well, I took, I got something for you. How about you? And you're da, 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 like, I used to, yeah, I used to save up my ammo, you know, like you, <laughs> mm-hmm. you would make a list of things, like a things that you would really want to, I'm not going to say this. I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to hold on to it because once they come to me with some funny shit, I'm going to, I'm going to just hit them with it all. You didn't catch that right. You know, that was me. I was that person. Oh my God. To a point where it was very violent. So it was not a, it was bad. Mm-hmm. It was not a great relationship. The person wasn't a great person like that. And um, overall, you know, I don't wish ill will on anybody who I've ever dated. But if there was one person oh, <laughs> oh no. who I dated who I really have no respect for. Mm. Or love for. Mm-hmm. It is that man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> None of it. It's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love and respect everyone who I've been with except for that person. Even my first relationship, I love and respect that person more mm-hmm. than I ever. Ugh. Uh, disgusting but that's how i dealt with confrontation in that cycle and then i Mm -hmm. went into uh, another relationship where we didn't really have much confrontation um he was very chill he was cool he was a little yeah he was just we just had we had a great time and Mm -hmm. then it just died out it just fizzled out but we didn't really deal with much confrontation but whenever we did have little bouts of confrontation there wasn't anything that was super Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> and then um i kind of i got into another relationship and you know I, i'm listen y'all hearing mm-hmm. me like oh damn how many missions has this nigga been in <laughs> mind to be i've been right. in some relationships okay he's been in some okay. i've been in some relationships and then i got into another one and um that was that i, I learned a lot about myself mm-hmm. i think it was one of one of the best relationships i've been in and the most lessons i've learned in a relationship both good and bad Mm -hmm. um but how i communicated how i that relationship that i got that i that i'm no longer in really completely made my role of communication do a 180 like i Mm -hmm. i can even see now in the space that i'm in like while dating other guys and whatnot it's like Mm -hmm trying to balance like okay how am i going to communicate now i'm communicating very intentional everything is with intention Mm -hmm. and um it's helped me to realize all right i now don't confront partners with throwing things in their faces and being like hey but you did this hey but you did that like i'm not going to confront you like that Mm -hmm. i'm not going to sit back and not say anything and be meek about it I'm also not going to pretend like nothing's going on whenever something is going on. I'm going to bring it up right whenever it happens. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I find that that can be very intimidating for people. They Mm -hmm. don't know how to take that. And they feel like you're always attacking them. But it's genuinely not an attack. (laughs) You guys, Mm -hmm. it's not an attack. I'm not attacking you. I just want to nip it in the bud and solve the problem. Mm -hmm. Because there's a problem. (laughs) And it needs solving. And it's only going to get solved Mm -hmm. if we work on the problem together. Yeah. I can't just be me on my end. It can't just be you on your end. Mm. It has to be us. Mm. Us. Mm. Together. So now I'm in a space of if it comes to confronting a partner about being unhappy or upset, it's no longer a confront. It's just a conversation. Yeah. Because I feel like when you bring confront into it, mm-hmm. it's very much like a, 
hey, yeah. hey, fight so this like, bear. It always feels <laughs> right. like like some battlefield. Yeah, yeah. which is why Jordan language Sparks, is very. Honey. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Why does the language is very important? Because I mean, yeah. we we said you know confronting your partner obviously because I mean that's usually how it's spoken yeah. about. But confrontation, that's such a negative word. Like, it's just like, oh, a battle is going to happen. Uh-oh. Some negative shit going to pop off. I hope you're ready. I'm going to confront you. Like, damn. We just having a conversation. Right. It's okay. <laughs> We're just talking. <laughs> you need some water? It's mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But whenever you do get unhappy about... There are... There are and I also don't want to sit on this mic and be like dismissive to folks who feel like oh so i don't have the right the right to be angry if i'm unhappy about something you have the right to be angry you have the right to express your anger in whatever way you feel is best for you mm-hmm. to get it out mm-hmm. but it's just a moment recognize that you can't hold on to it yeah it's just a moment because we all have moments like yeah. we all are human we all have moments where we get loud we get mad we yell whatever it is we may do we have moments of anger and we and we do it in different ways sometimes Mm -hmm. sometimes we express in different ways but just know that that is that moment and whenever you come back to yourself you're not you're not thinking in your right mind right now because you're so overwhelmed with emotion and so overwhelmed with everything hitting you at one time and your body your brain literally does not know how to handle the information Mm -hmm. so all rationalization gets flushed out and you're not thinking in a rational mindset so whenever you get back to that rational mindset, think about those actions that you just did. Mm-hmm. Think about the anger that you just displayed. And go back and apologize for that shit because mm-hmm. you have to recognize it and mm-hmm. let your partner know that you recognize that I've done something wrong and that you do have the right to be angry, but you didn't have a way to ex- have the right to express it in such a fashion yeah. to where it was disrespectful to them. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm going to say on that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nika? Um, I haven't been in, with anybody in a long time, but in the past, um, I was very, like, shy and quiet and very much, like, I'm not going to talk about it because if I do, it's going to be a problem. Even though it's a problem right now, but it's going to be, like, a bigger problem if I bring it up because then now we're talking about it now it's a problem problem like now it's like present it's here so i would always just like sit back and like take it i guess Mm -hmm. or whatever and i think that stems from like not being heard like when i was young or whatever Mm -hmm. or not being able to speak because if i speak (laughs) because if you speak you're (laughs) because if you speak it's like like are you are you questioning authority? Are you what's wrong with you? Right. What's wrong with you? Are you yeah. are you raising your voice? And it's just like, no, I'm telling you that you're doing this and it's upsetting me because why are you doing this? And it's just like you don't do that to adults, blah blah blah. They're your elders, you know. Mm-hmm. That type shit that it's gonna I'm ex naying that. So, you know, I got rid of that whole mindset and then I feel like I got like aggressive and defensive yes mm-hmm. i would always be like defensive of what people would say or, so i'm always like like always ready to say something like i would always be ready to say like you got something to say guess what 
<laughs> I got something to say right back, mm-hmm. right then and there. I'm not waiting. I'm going to say it right now. So I feel like I always had my ammo ready. Like Wes said, I just always had something ready to cut you down with mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you try to cut me down. So I was always on the defensive. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I learned a lot when I got into my emotionally abusive relationship that like I learned a lot about when it comes to like communicating Mm-hmm. yelling is not gonna do shit because ain't nobody hearing nobody <laughs> nope <laughs> yeah ain't nobody so hearing anybody at all <laughs> and if that person is a narcissist they don't care they're laughing in your face like they're just sitting there calm cool collected laughing at you because this is what they want this is how they feed off of you basically they're just a fucking leech and they're they're weak they're weak-minded people but they like to seem like they're super strong mm-hmm. but they're not and once you figure that out and you know that i feel like it's kind of it's kind of easier to try to like pick yourself back up but in that relationship it was it was very hard and of course at the time i didn't realize the different steps that that person took to break me down Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but when i came out of it i was just like oh okay Mm -hmm. all right for sure you know so then i guess later on i just you know toned toned down things for myself and just try to be like okay like how do I go about talking to people or how do I go about expressing that this is upsetting and it would always be a battle within myself because I'd be like I don't know how to say it or yeah like what's appropriate yeah what is the appropriate way to do this whatever and even with like even with my my stepdad like i would always like have like huge blows with him like all the time and i'd be like man nigga, get on my fucking skin Uh," like i'd just be so fucking Mm -hmm. pissed and i'd be like i'm saying something now i would literally like march and be like like i'm saying something right i don't give a fuck because what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) so Mm -hmm. i would just be like just so like and i would hate that i would get so angry so angry to the point where i'm just like i don't care what I say and I don't care how I say it so I'd have to take a step back and I'd be like okay yes you're angry right now why is this particular thing making you this mad Mm -hmm. is it because of the person is it because of how they said it or is it what Mm -hmm. they said Mm -hmm. because if somebody is already irritating to you anything they do is automatically Mm -hmm. going to piss you the fuck off Mm -hmm. so once i realized i was just like okay with this person i know i gotta do this with myself like not with them but like with myself i need to be like okay all right and i'm still working on that but i just be like okay (laughs) all right right i'm just like okay all right you own that shit right there you own some funny shit and so i'm gonna go over here and I'm going to think about what to say. And if I'm going to say something at all, really, because I probably don't need to say shit. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. if you don't got nothing nice to say. Mm. So <laughs> just, zip it. yeah, just mm-hmm. zip it. And I don't be having nice things to say because what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't be having nothing nice to say because I just don't sometimes because people are fucking stupid sometimes. 
But when you realize that, you just know to shut up mm. and just sit back. And let them sit and just let them, yeah, and just let them just wallow in it. Just really marinate in their stupidness because there's nothing you can do to change anybody. They're going to be who they're going to be. But like my mom always says, once somebody show you who the fuck they are, let them, let them do them, let them be, because now you know how Mm -hmm. they are. So now you know how to move around them. Mm-hmm. It only take one time. Yeah, it only mm-hmm. really takes like one time, one good little eye opener and then you're just like, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. You do this when you're feeling like this or whatever. So I just feel like I have a lot to work on, but I'm who working doesn't? on it. Right, I'm like, right. who, who does doesn't? We all do. I know I still do damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that like my favorite thing that i've i've been going on just like this journey lately with myself it's the journey it's the journey it's the climb it is the climb and i've just really been noticing you know we just go through life just going through it you know our day-to-day not really taking much note of what happens like throughout our life really until you're really analyzing certain shit like how you react to certain things or like why you feel certain ways or whatever and I realized that like hmm, growing up I always felt like you know like Nika said like no one no one hears me like I'm speaking and I'm always getting like spoke like talked over mm-hmm. or you know no one is really taking like true interest in what it is that like I have to say or like what it is that I I can do or whatever. I always felt like people were always just hyper focused on like one area of my life. And when things didn't pertain to that, like, you know, which would be like my school, like when things didn't pertain to that, I would feel like, Oh, nobody actually cares about what I'm doing outside of school. No one really. Right really i just felt like people didn't yeah they didn't care about what i had to say my opinions like my voice and growing up like i mean i was like alone a lot because i mean i lived with like my mom and my sister but my sister's you know much older than me and it was just like okay i'm just at home by myself Mm -hmm. like i didn't i didn't like play with the kids in like in our neighborhood because I mean it was kind of rough and kids was kind of rough. <laughs> okay, they were rough. They was kind of rough. I wasn't that rough. Gr- I wasn't a roughneck over there. You know, <laughs> I was inside. Mm mm. So yeah, like you know, I didn't. I didn't really have friends like that. I didn't really speak much, and I would feel like also there was like a lot of secrets. Mm. and like Mm -hmm. a lot of secrets that i had and people would you know tell me like oh you can't tell anybody this make sure you don't tell that to anybody like keep this a secret you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying so feeling like no one's hearing me and like there's just this cloud of secrecy over me like it's like okay so i i just never really had the you know the facilities to uh, <laughs> properly like communicate with people honestly and even more so when it comes to confrontation because that's just so much more energy because you're 
literally trying to talk about something that's making you feel bad yeah. yeah to the person that's making you feel that way so it's like oh shit like i'm staring my problem in the face and literally talking to it and trying to talk it out like it brings extreme stress like i will sweat like crazy like i can't get my words together like it would just get really really bad like i can't even get through what it is and i'm trying to say you know what i'm saying so i guess that's how it just kind of led into me just you know collecting shit and holding shit in and then eventually like i said you know when they got on my nerves enough one day then i'm just like all right here let me tell you something real quick (laughs) real real quick and my way was you know i feel like we all had the same thing like i'm here to attack you I'm here to tear you down. Like, I want to make you feel terrible right Mm -hmm. now. That was how I would approach things. And that's not good. You know what I'm saying? It's It's really not good. It's really not a good thing. (laughs) And like I said, I had this whole revelation last week. And then (laughs) I had to realize, like, that that I'm not not perfect. You're not because I think you're pretty perfect. Oh my god. But yeah, I was like, oh my god, I just I have to realize that I'm not perfect. Like I didn't even notice that that was how I was moving through my relationships. I always knew I would have a problem with them, you know? I got a problem with you. You doing something, you fucking up, you pissing me off, you making me mad. You know, like you're doing something that's just irking the shit out of me. Yeah. Upsetting me. And like, I'm not saying it. So, like I said, this was like, that was the first time anyone's ever told me, hey, this is what you're doing. And Mm. not, not, didn't say it in a way to attack me and cut me down and like make me feel bad how I would do to people previously. But just like, hey, this is what's going on. I just wanted to have a conversation about it. Okay, here, here you go. And that was just the first time I was like, wait, I do things? Like, literally, Nay. I didn't. Literally, Nay. I did not notice mm-hmm. that, like, I was also doing things to, like, upset my partner. To make them feel some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? I'm you always I, been in this lens of, like, yeah, viewing like, it I'm within yours. Yeah. Without ever taking a perspective and flipping it on its head and looking mm-hmm. at yourself. Mm-hmm. It really will. Yeah, you'd be like, damn, you. I'm not shit. Damn. I'm telling you, me, me and that bathtub. Me and that bathtub. You ain't no prize. Yeah, like me and that bathtub, we was clutch. We was best friends. Come on, bathtub. By the end of that, because it's just like so much. It just came rushing to me like, wow, bitch, you're not perfect. You fuck up too, just like they fuck up. And here's someone I just want to let you know that so that y'all can grow. So you should be able to do that with them, too, because you want that. They want that. Clearly, y'all on the same page. So communicate better. And, you know, things will be a lot easier because I feel like I talk a lot about like oh, communication, (sighs) honest and true and open communication. (laughs) And then I'd be over here with the zip lips. Every time she said, in the professional setting, baby, I got you. But whenever it comes yeah. to personal relationships, mm. mm-hmm. what's that? What's that? Yeah, lips, and, that, lips, and that was zip. something I was brought up. Like, yeah, you know, I feel like 
you know, personally, like in personal relationships, like with your friends or your family and with me, you don't really talk much. You don't really say much. You don't you definitely don't say like what's on your mind. But you're always she always tells us what the fuck is wrong with us. Constantly breaking us down, huh? Oh please! Uh-huh. Oh mm. please! Oh, she ain't afraid to open that mouth on me or Nika. Please, fooled me. But you know, it's just like, oh, you know, you don't really like I. You don't move that way when you're at work, do you? And I'm like, no, at work, I'm like, bitch, hold on. What did you just say? <laughs> That's incorrect. <laughs> hold on, what? Like when it comes to work, I'm very like. <laughs> I'm a mm, boss. I I'm can. not bossy. I'm a boss. <laughs> Shut up. I'm not bossy. I'm a boss. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> so terrible. Oh, but yes, seriously though, like when it comes to like professional settings, like, okay, cool. I can open my mouth and I can speak up. But when it comes to like personal relationships that's when i just like become a little clam and i just like shut down i shut up like i don't really let you know what i have to say be heard lots and lots and lots of the time and like i said it's just a pearl pearl. you've got the pearls baby open up your clam thank you (sighs) That was a little, I don't know if that was sexual. No, no. Or? Oh, my God, no. I didn't even know. I was okay. just saying, like, just, you know, use your words because, mm-hmm. you know, you were saying that you were shut off like a clam and mm-hmm. your words have value. They're, like, valuable as a pearl. That's Such an interesting take. Beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. Okay. Thank yeah, you. I but I, no, I understand. No, I should stop. <laughs> no, I understand what you're saying. No, don't stop. I should stop. Keep going. No, I'm going to stop. Anyway, I'm stop. I was going to say, now that you've elaborated on it, I get what where you were going <laughs> yes. with that. Mm-hmm. You got the tools, but you got to use them a little better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Boom. See? And that's what this show is about, y'all. <laughs> Honestly, using like... your mouse tools. Oh! Can I tell y'all that Nika had me flat on the floor? Not flat on the floor. Oh my gosh! So she dumb. has been using mouse tools uh-huh. in the vocabulary for about a month or so change it's now it's a great thing and mm-hmm. it <laughs> anytime she pulls it out it sends me oh my god <laughs> i can't okay mm. mm-hmm. but for real like that's what this show's about you know we just sitting here trying to figure out our life right along with y'all. We don't have the answers. Show don't. We don't oh, think that y'all have the answers. We just here for some open conversation. Because next we week hope, it's going to be that bitch. You know. Fuck them. No. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? You are able to grow and change wow. with the coming weeks, days, seconds, mm-hmm. moments, whatever the fuck. You're able to do that. And we're mm-hmm. just here to let you know you can do that. Who knows? We might have this conversation next year. Or whenever the hell, we might just bring it up randomly. And we might have totally different feelings and perspectives on it. And that's okay. That's good. You're allowed to change. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm. Get off my back. Get off (gasps) my back. (gasps) I have it. I have it. You're asking for it. You're dying dying for it. Get off my back. Amen. (laughs) Get off my My back. back. Do you want to clean it? Punjab, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is this behavior? Oh, what greatness. Greatness. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Well, 
Are we done? We're done. Yes. Well, I hope that y'all <laughs> loved the greatness of this episode. How about that? I know I did. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, thank y'all so much for listening to this week's episode of the Black Umbrella. I hope y'all are gonna have a wonderful, wonderful Thursday, you know, TVU Thursdays, that should be a day where you're happy. Right. We should have started joking. Y'all are probably like really out here thinking in your brains right now, like, damn, whether you're on the drive to work or maybe just at home at the computer listening to TVU and you're like, oh shit, Mm -hmm. that's how I be communicating. Mm -hmm. It's okay. We do too clearly. (laughs) Right. You know, we we all working through things. I'm not shit either. (laughs) If you want to talk about how you're not shit, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Call me. It's okay. Call us. Call us. That you're not shit. Tell us. But um, yeah. So if y'all want to go ahead and share your thoughts on today's episode, especially the under our umbrella topic about confronting your partner, please let us know your thoughts. Um, you can send us a DM. Uh, you know, go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TBU Podcast. That's you can send us your DMs. And you can also send us an email at the black umbrella PC at gmail.com. The black umbrella PC at gmail.com. Um, yes, and please just let us know um, what you thought about this week's episode. But we really, 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 really want to know how you confront your partner. If it's something easy for you, we did take a poll on, um, on our Instagram and it came out like 50-50. When we asked, like, is it easy to confront mm-hmm. your partner? It was like half yes, half no. Um. So yeah, half stay, half go. Yeah, you know, half stay, half go. We would just love to know how y'all are working through confrontation with your partners, especially now. Like you know, it's it's coronavirus. Y'all probably been holding with your boo like I was for damn for eleven months. Okay, I'm sure shit was getting kicked off. We would mm-hmm. love to know. Um, for next week's under our umbrella, we will be talking about manifestation (laughs) manifestation and spring cleaning okay so we want to know what do you want to purge and what are you bringing in for this year you know just a good mental spring cleaning what are you manifesting for this year uh for this month for today you know let us know in the next hour you know it can be whenever Mm -hmm. forever we would love to know we want to share y'all's thoughts um on next week's episode so yeah talk to y'all next week we love y'all so much and bye